You're in the kitchen. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Drop with Dylan and I. We're going to talk about a little Seattle recap, I guess, and the Takea PPA that starts this weekend. Dylan, what do you have to say? Uh, first of all, hello to all the listeners out there. First and foremost, the most important thing, got to address the listeners. Sorry, um, my bad. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, felt like Seattle was a successful weekend for the two of us, which always makes doing a podcast a little bit more exciting because then you don't have to come, we don't have to come on here and talk about our failures. But, uh, um, yeah, tomorrow tomorrow is, uh, is the Takea tournament starting with some singles saw that I saw that James was was in the singles draw I just have to say this right away he was in the singles draw slated to play against Christian and now it sounds like he's backing out well he actually he had Anton Goode's first round I think that was more so the um the reason because Anton oh, is really? a fierce competitor uh-huh he's a fierce competitor for sure James just said he's never beaten Anton. So. <laughs> okay, I think that he's never played him, but he's he's never beaten him, you know. Um, yeah, I figured I figured that was the case. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's really about the first round. You know, he wasn't feeling too confident about getting through that first round, so, he, you know, might as well just take a few steps back, you know. Um, <laughs> um, Dylan, I have a question for you. Why did you play? So, so last week, right? You have who did you play in the first round of singles again? Naveen. Oh, Beasley. you played Naveen Beasley. James has been telling everyone that yeah. guy's sick. Um, so you lose, right? Why did you yeah. play backdraw? Why? Yeah, I just felt like it was the right thing to do, honestly. Like, you know, I, you see people all the time, like, go down early in the round and they just don't, they just don't have the, the character required to grind in the back draw and, and come out on top. And so felt like for me, I was presented with a mental challenge that I wanted to overcome and I accepted the challenge. Yeah, um, so, so tell the listeners for winning you know, what did you get? Because for those who don't know, Dylan won the backdraw, which I think means that out of 32 players, he might have gotten like 20th place um, <laughs> last week. <laughs> so, so what did you get there for that? Definitely, you know, there were definitely a little confidence, honestly. A little, little confidence. It, it was tough to, to end the day on a, on a loss to in the first round. And then, uh, but then going in the back draw and, and, and getting some pretty big wins or like wins by, by like big margins was good for my, my confidence, I guess, going into this tournament. Um, then obviously there are some points on the line. I'm still not sure how many points there it was for winning it. You honestly just, you know, so, so for those who don't know, Dylan beat. Kwong Duong, the avatar ball bender, in the backdraw. And you know what you took from that kid, Dylan? I saw that kid playing in the qualifying today. You taking those points from someone who needed them, it's really... Amazing. James says amazing. I'm going to say a little selfish of you. 
to be honest, because because Kwong had to play in the back. Really? Then he had to play the doubles or the the doubles qualifying. You know, he you could have he could have had those points, all of those two, or three. He could have if he, if he could have gone through me, but. <laughs> no, but but yeah i know i know it's tough like probably those points would go would go a long ways for for someone that hasn't been playing as long as i have but i really just couldn't i couldn't i couldn't end on that loss i had in the first round otherwise i'd be going to this tournament with zero confidence but you know i respect it because you know what happened when james lost to naveen beasley <laughs> the day the day was over the day was done so <laughs> i respect it for everyone dylan is a dylan is a first round backdraw warrior will you play again if you would you do it again round, would you do it again if kuang duong wasn't in the backdraw was it kuang duong that made you want to play well i don't know what that has to do with anything but um yeah, I probably would play it again. <laughs> All right. Okay, okay. And in singles too. In singles, too. I'd play it in doubles, but I don't know that I'd do it. In, I would. So you didn't, I wouldn't you do, it didn't in do it just to, you know, avenge your loss, your previous loss to Kwong Dong. <laughs> um, I mean, there was definitely some extra motivation in that matchup uh, to to win that one for sure, just because of our of our previous meeting. Um. But yeah, that wasn't that wasn't the the only motivating factor at play. Was it his dad too? He wanted to beat his dad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you're getting all this from, James. But <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll yeah, keep his, it moving. His... So for everyone who doesn't know, Dylan got 22nd place last week. He won a lot of matches. Congrats, Dylan. Ben Johns. And Federico Stacks were played in the final. Ben won pretty routine. Uh, just Ben doing Ben things. Um, women singles, pretty chalk all the way through. Um, you know, Leia, Leia's done with singles. So bye, Leia. That just, you know, that really opens things up. But I still will not be playing. A couple people asked me if I was playing this week. And I was like, no, I'm not. They're like, oh, Leia's not playing. I was like, I don't care. I'm probably not beating enough <laughs> other people. Though I, me and Pablo Teas did play some singles points today. We played to seven rally scoring. Guess the score, Dylan. Okay, seven five. For who? Pablo. I won actually nine Pablo. seven. I won. You can ask Pablo. Really? Yeah, but he he honestly wasn't trying very hard. Um, but I did win. Uh, men's doubles. Would have lost a lot of money ben, on Colin that. Luce. I sh dang, should have made people bet. Um, but Ben and Colin lose. But first of all, a lot happened in men's doubles, right? Ben and Colin lose to DJ Young and Pat Smith, and DJ just got sent to the Challenger League, and Pat wasn't even drafted. So that's pretty big time and quite the upset. And then Riley and Julian are out in the quarters. What are you thinking at that point? Because I was watching like the men's final like i i wanted you and jade up to win but i i also thought it would be like super funny if you guys didn't win <laughs> just because <laughs> the field it's like you guys had to win and it would have been kind of funny if like you didn't but tell me what you're thinking right yeah. riley's out you you play you play did you play matt and jay in the semi so just where, where, where's your hat at right been in call and lose what does that do to your headspace <laughs> 
Uh, well, yeah, certainly when the when the Johns go down, it, it opens up the draw for for everybody um, playing men's doubles. Um, you know, I feel like I feel like it'd be it'd be sweeter though to to get first place and being beating the Johns, like that that would make a victory just that much sweeter. Um, but I'm not complaining that they got beat. DJ and Pat, I thought played really well. Um, yeah, it just it just opened up the draw a little bit and and gave room for for a new team to make the final. Well, I don't know about a new team. Fed and Pablo have been playing Unreal. Once Federico switched to my paddle, everybody, that's the paddle you need, <laughs> the AB squares. Yeah, right. Rafa says, Rafa says, yeah, right. Rafa, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> But yeah, I thought Fed and Pablo did great. Uh, what did you think of Pablo breaking the video board? I thought that was pretty funny. I didn't even know that happened, but it's funny. I actually went out to play women's and I noticed there was like something wrong with the video board. Did you guys even notice that happened in real time? <laughs> I saw I saw that Pablo let, let his paddle go, but I didn't know that it, it actually damaged the video board until after the match when someone was talking about it. Yeah, I wonder, wonder what comes of that, but pretty funny um yeah i'm really curious in how uh how him and fed do also what did you think of riley and julian together i didn't i watched a little bit but i'm curious your thoughts i didn't i didn't watch a honestly i didn't watch a whole lot of them them play i think i watched maybe the third game of them against pablo and federico and i thought pablo and fed were were playing well and it looked like Riley and Julian were still having some some challenges as a as a new team together. It's tough. It's tough to to partner up with someone that you haven't played with before and do well right away, or or, or go up against a team that has played a lot of tournaments together and and beat them. Um, yeah, especially with kind of I feel like the yeah, way thought, where Riley was playing the right and he was coming so far over. It's it's interesting. I'll be curious how they kind of they got a couple more together and know how they kind of figure it out because. I don't know, it kind of feels like too many cooks in the kitchen from when I watched this weekend. So I'll be very curious. Yeah. Um, all right, I suppose now we should talk about women's doubles. Um, first of all, so Annalie Waters got her six straight triple crown. She's going for seven this weekend. Uh, she's odds on favorite to do it. Do you think she's like too good? Do you think the girl's just too freaking good? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think that's uh, she. Well, first, she she tied she tied Simone's record, right? Wasn't that the thing? She, six triple crowns Is that in a row. Simone's record? I wasn't sure whose record it was. was like the record. Oh wow! Yeah, that's huge. I think it was big weekend. Yeah, so she'll she'll be breaking records if she does it again this weekend. So it's on all it's on you and all the other girls out there to either prevent her from making pickleball history or allow her to make pickleball history. Pressure, pressure is well, on I you am, guys. I'm, I'm trying to help her out in women's, uh, you know. So <laughs> I'm trying to do my job. Yeah. Even more pressure on you than being her partner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's insane. It's insane how good she is and how good of a competitor she is. So in women's, the Brosh has actually played so well against us. It was the 
like I haven't actually played them this year somehow, even though we're more than halfway through the year, but they played Unreal, and I don't know why I, I was kind of... They hit a few good drives early, and I missed one. I got a little in my head about it. I was fine the rest of the, the tournament, but they, they, they were hitting the crap out of the ball. It was really impressive. Um, so shout out to them. Um, and then... Other than that, though, I mean, we have to shout out Vivian David and Jackie Kawamoto. Viv has now, I think, medaled or got to four finals with four different players. And I never made it to Sunday with Viv. We're 0 for 2. I think we got third and fourth place, and so that's obviously on me. But total stud. Um, but we, we were pretty pretty comfortable, I would say, all the way through. The Brasha match was scary. Viv and Jackie were scary. But once we got the first game and I, we – the second game of that match was probably my like maybe the second best game of my little, of my pickleball career other than my first one in, in Punta Gorda against Simone and Corinne. Did you know that George and I golden pickled Simone and Corinne? I did not know that. Oh, was yeah, that that was at the APP? Punta that was in Punta Gorda, yeah. Isn't that crazy? I don't think I'll ever do it again. Um, it's unlikely kind of, but yeah, we played really well, felt really good out there. Yeah, Anna Lee is just so, so tough. Um, she's so tough. I mean, you know, I have this one with her, and then I only have one more the rest of the year, and I'm excited to just to play against her because playing with her is fun and everything, but I feel like you play against her, kind of see where you're at. You know, she's got Catherine for the rest of the year, I think, so it'll be, it'll be interesting. Uh, pressure will be on is, Catherine. Is Catherine playing this tournament? Takea? No, she's not. So he's not. Uh, who, are, who are you playing with the rest of the year once you split from Annalie? Uh, I have two with Megan, and then I have one with Leia, one with Tyra, one with Jade Kawamoto, actually, and one. I'm playing one with Simone. I'm playing Orlando with Simone, which I'm excited nice. about. It'll be fun. She'll be, you know, nice. she'll be doing all her all her stuff, all her crafty stuff. And. Yeah, How many so that, of, I think, have you played with Simone before? I have, yeah. We played together at the South Carolina APP last year, and we got second. We lost to Georgia and Andrea twice, but we played we played well. It was it was really fun. I really, really, really like Simone, so I'm excited for that. She asked me, and I was like, oh, my gosh, yeah, that would be so fun. Sorry, I'm being silly. It's late because Dylan, we were supposed to start this like an hour and a half ago, but Dylan was too busy for a for me so it's kind of rude but uh yeah yeah what else the, oh mixed doubles tough i have another tough. important question for you so in denver me and you went one and one and then james and i got to the finals so what does that say about you as a mixed player oh man that hurts um <laughs> james wanted well, me to ask that <laughs> it's a, it's, or it's, is james maybe, just that is James that good, or like you know, was I trying maybe, to sabotage? Maybe it's just a partnership. Maybe maybe it's just not a not a partnership meant to be, because because I also found myself having a little bit more success this past weekend. Maybe we're just meant to be on screen partners, Dylan, and off screen we just maybe that was a twenty twenty two thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So just know that if you're, you know, come the MLP draft in January, if you're, you know, if if one of us is on the board, come second round, it might be best that, you know, we just 
just don't do that, you know? So I'll consider you, you know, as, a, as a second round pick. Yeah. You should probably take Rafa over me, you know? I'd probably <laughs> go Rafa there in that situation. If I'm going you know, like off, if you're if I'm 12, who else do you want? If you get taken 12, who else do you want at 13? Right? It's a no-brainer. Certainly, someone that's had experience going to the MLP finals. For sure. Numerous times. A lot more. You know, after Irina, it's probably Roth. I guess Zane too, but you can't. I mean, yeah. Zane. You know, you know, he's he's not Rafa, so. Yeah. So just don't. He's on Rafa's team. Exactly, right, exactly. Everyone on that team was on Roth's team, including Richie. Um, yeah, mixed. James and I uh, had a good run to the final, even though we didn't really play our best. Had a lot of interesting stuff happen in our way there. Our match against Hayden and Maggie was tight. Uh, not filled with, definitely filled with some, it was an interesting match. And then against Christian and Tyra, we barely scraped through. Honestly, Christian is probably the MVP of that match with the, the who's your daddy bit when they were up 7-2 in the third. For those who don't know, we were down 6-2 in the third. We lose a great point. They James hit a lot of overheads. They end up winning the point. They're surveying. It's like 7-2. Christian goes, who's your daddy? Right at James. And then I went from Bella, like we had 15% chance to win the match to like 55-60 despite being down 7-2 in the third, because you could just see, like, James's whole vibe change. And uh, from there, you know, pretty routine, as routine as it can be when you're down 7-2. I think we won, like, 11-8 in the third. And then James proceeded to check my Instagram, everyone. I, I basically got, I got, like, is this called, a, is, I think it's a shoulder check? I got hit hard. I was feeling it for a couple minutes, like how hard he hit me. And the funny thing is, he was looking at me like he was gonna do it again. But then he was like, oh shoot, they're waiting. It wasn't even like, oh, I shouldn't do that. It was like, they're waiting at the net. So I'm gonna go shake their hands. <laughs> it was so funny. Then we got through Thomas and Viv, which was a really good match. I played on the left a lot in that one. And ben and Annalie, I thought we played well. Got to play so good to be any team with either Ben or Annalie on it, especially if it has both of them. And you, I thought you and Mary played amazing, uh, too. I thought that that was a really fun match to watch. But they're they're tough to beat. Another, yeah, you guys, uh, you were competitive with them for wh which game did you guys win? The second, third? The second, yeah, the second eleven seven. I felt like we were very competitive at the start of the games, right? Like it was 4-4 in the first, even though we had missed like four or five thirds. And uh, it was like 4-4 in the third as well, but then they just, we made some errors and they kind of broke away. And you just can't, you can't afford that. Um, yeah. yeah, they're they're really good. It's, it's interesting, but you know, three teams got a game off of them this weekend. But I keep saying, like, you know, they play with fire, you know, you're going to get burned more, but they just continue to not get burned. So I don't know. I don't know who's – I don't know. I don't know which which team's going to do it next. It'll be interesting. Um, but, yeah. Anything else to say about Seattle? I thought it was a lot of fun. You know, we had the pickleball funeral and everything, which was pretty funny. Um, people mourning the, 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 the tennis courts that were turned to pickleball. Of course, we're going to be turned back into tennis courts, which was – Kind of funny, just shows people really want pickleball courts, but anything else to say, Dill, about the tournament? 
Um, I did get to I did get to tour Bainbridge Island and see the first ever pickleball court, which was pretty exciting, and got to hit on it a little bit with the with the first ever paddles or oh. at least the the same type of paddle that they started with, the wooden paddle. That's very cool. Did you just feel the history? Just feel. Yeah, it was something. actually funny because the 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 pickleball court is in someone's backyard and someone else like the the founders don't live there anymore obviously someone someone has since bought the house and just left the pickleball court court up i don't know if they if they have to leave it up or or if they just wanted to but like we had like i went with uh connor and and fed and pablo and some ppa people jake weinbach and ireland and live and some other ppa media people were there and um they were like filming everything, and when when we when we walked up to the court, they're like, okay, kind of like, be quiet because technically we're trespassing on these people's property, but we're gonna go there anyway and play pickleball in their driveway since it's the first ever court, and then we're gonna take footage of it. But they wanted to, to like, they wanted us to try to like keep it on on the down low because, I guess they didn't have permission. They didn't even to, like ask the people. So. That's really funny. That's really funny. So the court's yeah. like on the outside of the house. Yeah, it's in the driveway. It's, it's literally, it's literally Whoa. the driveway leading up to the garage. That is interesting. Well, that's a pretty cool experience. Uh, definitely a funny one. Um, yeah, let's talk about, I mean, not too much to say about this tournament. I mean, all the favorites are the same as last weekend. We have some different women's doubles partnerships, I suppose. Is Riley playing? Who's Riley playing with in this one? For mixed Is with AJ here? For men's. Yeah. AJ. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I'll be curious how how they play together. They have played before, and I believe they stacked with Riley on the right, whereas him and Julian were kind of flip flopping. So that one will be really that'll it'll be interesting how they go. And if you and Dill repeat, it would be really fun if you guys did play the Johns in the final and got the dub. Do you do you feel like you guys are ready to beat them? Like you know, if, if, if J-Dub is Big Poppy so. now, is Big Poppy ready to do it? Uh, I think the new and approved Big Poppy can do it. Johns have to get there first, though. That's the thing. That's true. You guys, go you guys do. do it. Who yeah. was Ralph playing with? Who Marshall was Ralph playing with? Brown. Marshall Brown. Marshall Brown. I mean, the time to do it is early rounds on a side court. So <laughs> let's go. Yep. Be, that would be How so funny. That would be much to watch. I feel like Ben and Colin may come fun. in with like a score mentality, though. I feel like they're going to be tough to upset early. Uh, I feel like that, that often happens after a bad event for them. So best of luck to Mr. Ross. Ross disagrees. Gonna need no. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> That's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm fine with that. Sorry, Rob. Love you. Um, you'll, you'll be regretting saying all this. Winners win. I'm just, I never said, I never said that it's not, Paul, I'm just saying, I think it's, it's going to be tough. I'm not saying it's not possible. Right. Next week, you have to get back on here and talk about it. <laughs> Oh no! What, <laughs> what have I done? What have I done? 
Oh, oh, we have to shout out also Rafa and Jackie Kawamoto last weekend for going on center court in their first round in Leia Jansen shirts against Leia. That was top tier comedy. <laughs> that was truly great. That was uh, maybe that's my shirt I wear when I travel. That has that has <laughs> since become Rafa's travel shirt. We wore that on the airplane. That's that's amazing. That I think that was the funniest thing I saw this weekend. I don't know why memes of Pigwall didn't do anything with it. They're slacking because that was truly, truly great. Um, <laughs> Rafa, Rafa was on the airplane with uh, his Leia Jansen shirt in first class, and some lady, some lady asked him about what pickleball, and, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm a, I'm a pickleball super fan. I'm just traveling to watch to watch Leia Jansen play this weekend," and she believed it all. <laughs> Oh, that is so funny. Flying in first class as a pickleball super fan to watch Leia. <laughs> that is awesome. Well played, Roth. Um, is there anything? I don't know. Um, but yeah, new partnerships and, well, not new, but very different from last week. We have Georgia and Vivian are playing together. Lucy and Callie are back. Elise and Tyra, which is an interesting team. I think my half of the draw with Anna Lee is very stacked. So it'll be interesting. Hopefully we make it to Sunday. Um, singles, Ben's the favorite. Uh, it'll be interesting if there's any other interesting results. Uh, hopefully Dylan, you, you know, I don't know, maybe you want to lose first round and grind through the back draw. I don't know what you want to do. Um, <laughs> I don't know, you know, if, would you rather lose first round and play the singles back draw or go one and one, win your first match and then lose? What, which would you rather? Do I win Do I win the singles back draw? Let's assume you do. Uh, I don't know, which is worth more points? I thought it's not about the points, I thought it's about like the pride and the, you know, doing the right thing. Yeah. I mean, if I lose first round, I'm playing. That's. If I lose first round, I'm playing, but it's a matter of what I want to do and what I don't want to do. Have I'd you probably ever rather win first from, round. Have you ever withdrawn from a back draw? I have once before, and I regret it. I felt like it poorly reflected on my character, and I had trouble falling asleep that night. Just felt like I did the wrong thing, and wasn't wasn't a good situation. Where was that? Was that at the Masters in singles? No, that was in uh, that was in Arizona, at the the JW the one by JW Marriott. Wow, and you lost sleep over that. What a guy. What a guy. That's, yeah. That's very admirable of you, Dylan. Congrats on being such a stand-up. I just care. I just care about the integrity of the sport. That's all. That's all it is. Hmm. Wow. Well, on that, everyone, no one cares about the integrity of the sport more than Mr. Dylan Frazier. He's the people's champion. Um, yeah. All right. Do we have anything else to add, Dylan? I think, I think we're good. Um, one, one, one thing that was, I guess, interesting that happened last weekend that was talked about being addressed this weekend, but now it sounds like it's not, is the the Pro XR paddle was was caught like the source of a lot of lot of talk this weekend. Um, oh, you're right. Some people were upset about 
some 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 singles players that had some deep runs that were using the Pro XR paddle and thought that they were, including myself, thought they were getting a lot of extra spin on it and and getting some balls to dip in that would be very difficult to do with with any other paddle out there right now. Um, one paddle one paddle was challenged and and so I guess the way they do it is they test like when they test it for grit they test like four or five different spots and then they take the average and if it's 40 or lower than it passes and this paddle that was challenged tested higher than 40 a lot higher than 40 and in, in a few spots but then tested really low in one spot and brought the average down so it was actually legal but so there was complaints about that and then Connor was talking about maybe making a rule where if, if any part of the if any part of the paddle tests at 46 or above then it's automatically illegal and then I also heard some people saying that the ProXR paddle wasn't going to be allowed to be used this weekend but now it sounds like it is like that wasn't true but I heard from a from a few different people that that was the case so I don't know interesting but but it's, it's yeah, a topic I feel right like now We just need clearly, I mean, everything is so in flux right now and we just need like more defined rules, I guess. And uh, yeah, it's, it's also, it's like how far out of the sweet spot do they go to find spots? You know, you know, the, the five spots to test, like that probably needs to be standardized in some way. You know, there's, there's a lot. And, and I was very surprised that MLP didn't even have like grit testers on like a you know a stare at device uh, last MLP I hope you know I'm sure after this buzz they'll, they'll fix it but we'll see I saw it qualifying many people using pro XRs today so we'll definitely see them in action uh, it's not really a paddle that anyone is worried about pop wise like in doubles I guess it's it's more of a singles concern so but you know it is it's you know it's the player not the paddle right so maybe uh, you know like if you had one of those Dylan are you really hooking the ball that much Probably not, but more than I did <laughs> with other paddles. Yeah, no, I believe you. Um, I don't know. I felt some of them, and I didn't think they were anything that crazy, but there's def there's probably a lot of variation. I feel like right now in a lot of paddles, there's a lot of variation paddle to paddle from the same manufacturer. So uh, it'll, be, it'll be nice if we could get that a little more standardized, but... Everything is crazy right now. Pickleball is crazy. Everything is changing all the time. I feel like it's like that the title of that book. It's like everything everywhere all at once. That's kind of how pickleball feels, I would say. Let me get your take on this. Because one of the, if, if, uh, if paddle technology keeps improving, and I guess the, I guess the PPA or whoever is going to have a, a choice to, to either let it keep improving or, or regulate it like they're doing now, and and prevent paddles from having a lot of grit, but then it kind of limits the player's ability, so they're not going to be able to hit as many crazy shots or get the ball to do as many things with with the paddles that we have right now. So, but like in singles, in singles, if if the paddles get really good and improve to, it, it will improve to the point where everybody's passing shots are so good, players will probably just opt to return and stay back as as opposed to return and come forward maybe, or at least more often than they do now. Um, do you think that do you think that would be good for the game? Something that pushes it in the right direction, or or wouldn't it be good for the game? And doubles it probably incentivize more speed ups, 
because you can keep the ball in more, which would probably be more exciting to spectate. What do you think? Uh, I am of the opinion that it should be regulated. Uh, I feel like racquetball largely declined in popularity because the paddle tech got too good. And, you know, the balls just simply travel too fast. We already have, you know, worries about concussion, especially with overheads like yours um, on the tour and paddles like mine. You know, Federico swinging my paddle is, you know, Meg, Miss Megan, Megan Dazon is still not playing. So, uh, and, you know, you and Federico's two of the guys with the most natural power. And, you know, if you got poppy paddles in y'all's hands, it's clearly a problem. So I would say I'm of the opinion of, I think paddles should be regulated and should not be, not be allowed to get too much. Like, have you hit with a diadem vice? It's insane. It's insane. Like that's not, it's not, it's like a legitimate safety concern. And then I don't think it would be good for the game if it became totally like tennis because in, in, in singles, if the paddles got so gritty and everyone stayed back, it would just, you already have tennis and, uh, it's just not really possible, I think, for pickleball baseline points to be nearly as good as tennis baseline points. So that would be my take. I, I, I think paddle technology technology should be regulated. The PPA yeah. actually asked me. I think, I think I'm on. Uh, oh, you're on the same page, you think? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think regulation is important. Um, but it was funny, like someone asked me if, uh, you know, my thoughts on a tournament or an, a fun exhibition tournament where everyone used the same paddle. I think that'd actually be really cool just to kind of, to kind of see, even if everyone used like a wood paddle, I think you'd be good with a wood paddle because you don't have too much spin on your shots, you know, so it'd just be kind of cool, I think. Yeah, that'd be fun. I agree. Give everyone the same paddle and just kind of kind of see see what happens um so it'll it'll be interesting because companies uh, are going to keep releasing new paddles and until testing gets really really uh figured out and ironclad there's always going to be there's always going to be these discussions of legality etc yeah i want to real quickly before we finish go back to a topic that we were talking about on our last podcast about in regards to the the incident that happened in Beer City, because I read a comment that was like, you know, you guys you guys are making you guys are making light of a pretty serious situation, which we were joking about my overhead a lot. But so just wanted to 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 clarify that it was a serious situation, and I did feel really bad about it after it happened. Um, but sounds like Jesse's okay and back to playing again, and it is like as you said a second ago an issue um paddles having too much pop and and whatever on them can be can be a big safety concern yeah absolutely it is a serious issue but um sorry if we offended anyone um but i also i also think it, it's kind of like we really should start to wear glasses as well it's really dangerous and uh you know if the paddles got popular like if everyone was playing with a diet vice say it's like we would need to be in like full face stuff too. If the paddles get popular, eventually balls are just being hit beyond reaction speed. I feel like back when full delamination was more of a concern before they got delamination tests on tour, there were some shots hit, you know, like in practice, uh, you know, back at home from guys using uh, paddles that were fully delaminated that were like, you felt like if that connected with you, that could kill you. Uh, 
maybe not, but if it got you like on the throat or something, like it's re it's really dangerous. And yeah, I'm talking about Dave, uh, <laughs> but it's like, you know, you, we can't, you can't, because the technology could get unbelievable if, if completely unregulated. So that's uh, that's definitely not the way. Not saying they couldn't loosen yeah. the bounds a little bit. I don't think they should, but you know they could. But there's definitely a point where the game just simply gets too, too dangerous, and would be very dangerous, especially for people older, older than us, if they were to play with people young who could hit the crap out of the wall. Yep. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, you can catch Dylan and I in action this weekend at the PPA Takea Open. I believe broadcasting is on a combination of YouTube, CBS Sports, and CBS. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you.